Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Welcome back. You're listening right around the country here on SEN, your home of sport. If you want to text in, 0433-981116. Damian Watson here filling in for Sam Hargraves tonight. Well, everyone's been talking about the AFLW collective bargaining agreement. What hasn't been reported on is the fact that at Cricket Australia, they've extended the WNCL season and there's been a pay rise for the women's cricketers there. So fantastic opportunity, particularly as we head in towards the winter. A lot of the players do go overseas and one such player who's had a massive 12 months. She's one of the best spinners in the world in women's cricket, and she did fantastically well, was a leading wicket-taker in the WBBL the previous season, made a big impact on the inaugural 100 competition, which is coming around, not, it's not too far away, probably only a few months away. I speak of Amanda Jade Wellington, who's kindly given up her time to join us on the line. How are you, Amanda Jade? I'm really good, thank you, and thank you for having me. Now, one thing I want to address first before we talk cricket, I'm a massive fan of your YouTube channel, The Secret Life of Wellow, it's called, mainly because the fact that it's pretty raw and you're pretty darn honest too. That's what I like about it. And I know Mitch, Mitch Robinson, who's a Brisbane AFL player, does a very similar type of thing with the YouTube channel and uh, does Q&As and everything like that. How did you come up with the idea? And obviously you put a lot into it based on the uh, videos that I've seen. Yeah, I've, I've had a love for making um, videos and social media for a long time now and I thought I would give a insight into the cricketing world and my life and I love collecting Pokemon as well. So yes. I thought that was a little niche I could um, tick off the box for YouTube and it was sort of a hobby that everyone likes as well. Um, same as thrifting. I love thrifting, going to op shops. Um, I've just started reselling as well. So it's sort of a, a look into my life, but also the cricketing life. And I, I absolutely love it. A couple of favourite ones for me. I haven't seen all the episodes yet, but I'll try and get to some more. <laughs> a couple of favourite ones. When you were waiting in line for the COVID test back around Christmas time. Oh, did you I wait know. for three hours and then they oh. said no when you were about two cars away? Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. I waited three hours in line and I documented it all and I got <laughs> to the front of the line and they said, sorry, we're, no, we're not accepting anyone else for the day. And I got so mad and I knew I had to record it. <laughs> but no, then I came back the next day and then it took another two hours. So yeah, that oh. was quite quite a funny video. <laughs> Jeez, I'll tell you what. And the other funny one for me, you mentioned the collection of Pokemon cards. And as a card collector myself uh, in the past, I hate when people sell fakes. Your reaction to oh. when some of them sell fakes is hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh, when, when they sell fakes and they don't even realise, it's just frustrating. But then my concern is when young people, they don't know the difference between fake and real cards, they'll buy it anyway. And then if it's a, a, a fake, you know, expensive card, they might, you know, want to sell it down in the track, but then they can't because it's fake. So it's, 
you know, it's, yeah, it's quite frustrating. And it, even <laughs> when you make them aware of it, they still don't believe you. That's the oh, thing. They, yeah, I don't, I don't think they want to be told, to be honest. They just want to sell it. I'm like, well, it's not worth anything, so you're better <laughs> off not selling it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, same issues of experience as well. Uh, well, I, I guess we better talk cricket. <laughs> the, oh, I will get to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 100, of course, is coming up shortly, and one of the news items over the last week or so is the new agreement involving women's cricketers in, with Cricket Australia and the extension of the WNCL season, which is the 50-over format, of course, which allows you to effectively play more longer form cricket because there's not many test matches in the women's game. How significant is that from your perspective? Oh, it's massive, isn't it? Um, the progression that it's been throughout the whole year um, and where it's at now, is it's ridiculous, honestly. But it's really good to see that, you know, people from state cricket can actually live off their contracts now. I think the average or... Um, yeah, the average female can actually live off their contract, which is fantastic. And then, and then to double our games for the season, you know, going from six games to twelve is fantastic. You know, I would love to see maybe a shield game in there here and there, maybe give it a trial. But you know, that's that's down in the future. Hopefully, fingers across. But we would love to see that. I reckon one day, one day. <laughs> I'd love to see you. Maybe one ma- even to start off with one match per season of the five day or four day format, if you like between, say, yeah. Victoria, New South Wales, South Australia, take on WA or Queensland v Tasmania, just just as a one-off yeah. or something. Would that be... I, I, yeah. reckon, I reckon it would be awesome. I reckon the girls would love it. It would be an enjoyment. It would be exciting to see. Um, and I think it would be a really good contest between the states and see who can actually last the five days, really. Um, but, yeah, once again, that's probably down the track in, you know, ACA and CA's mind, but, you know, with the results we've got so far with the WNCL games is, you know, is a massive win for us. Yeah, no doubt about that. We're speaking with Amanda J. Wellington. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is the 100 and the concept there, which was a massive success in its first season. And you're signed up again, I think, to the Southern Brave, which is very, very exciting. Just for the Aussies out there who probably didn't take much of an interest last year, give us an insight into what it's like. And what was it like playing at Lords? Was that the first time you played there? Uh-huh. Oh, it was a fantastic tournament. Honestly, I fell in love with the tournament. I reckon maybe two games in, a um, hundred balls. Uh, you can bowl five balls at a time. You can bowl ten balls in a row, which was exciting. I got to do that quite a bit, which is awesome. Um, playing at Lords, selling out crowds, it was fantastic. It was a day of cricket. Family can come out watch the men and the women play. Um, it was a day of fun. Really good contest and, yeah, really excited to be a part of the Southern Brave once again. It's an interesting dichotomy, isn't it? Because the WBBL worked away from being aligned with the men's in terms of playing a double header. Although I suppose the difference is in the 100, the matches are held closer together, aren't they? It's not like it used to be in the WBBL where there was a two-hour gap between matches. And I suppose being standalone with the WBBL, you do have the advantage of having that little airtime in October and November to yourself because there's not a heck of a lot going on locally in the sporting world in Australia. So I can see why. But it's interesting, isn't it, in terms of preference? Mm. I suppose there are differences in many ways as to how those events are held because you have the bigger crowds when you go back-to-back with the men's pretty much straight off the bat, don't you? Yeah, that's correct. Um, in the in the previous um, past, you know, the WBBL was, 
you know, the women's game and then a two-hour break and then the men, men play. Um, you know, it was, a, it was still a, a day of cricket, but the 100 is as soon as we finish, the men go on, try, like, um, warm up and then play straight away. So the time difference is a little bit different um, for the 100 compared to WBBL. But, you know, in saying that, with WBBL, the standalone competition has done pretty well in the last few years. And, you know, the amount of effort CA and all that have put into it we can see the successful cricketers coming out of it you know and and going over to the 100 and playing in those competitions so I think you know they've done really fantastic job but I'm excited to see where the 100 goes. What do you do in the off season at the moment Wello is it a chance to reconnect I know you've got your partner there in Elizabeth and and take me through also this is a bit of a two-pronged question uh, because my family are from Elizabeth growing up there I mean it's great to see you doing so well in a sporting sense because I know from my experience it can be a bit of a a tough area uh, growing up you've done so well uh, from from where you're from and and ultimately I know probably the area's changed since I was there but uh, it's great to see you uh, from that Smithfield area doing so well. Yeah, I I love Elizabeth. I'm Elizabethan at heart, and yeah, so you know, I. <laughs> I always call <laughs> I always call I call this area the rough area. But you know, me and my partner have just brought a house. Um, I've been you know buying stuff, going to the markets, reselling, making videos. It's been really nice to have some time to ourselves and um yeah, take the dogs for a walk and just chill out for a little bit. But I'm super excited to get back into the cricketing season and. Yeah, potentially see what's ahead of me for the next next year or so. Yeah, fantastic. And it's been an interesting 12 months for you. You've had a fantastic 12 months on the field. I know there's obviously been selection things as well where you've gone through a roller coaster, missing out of the Ashes squad, but then coming into the World Cup and being part of a winning World Cup squad. I mean, take us through uh, the surreal nature of all of that. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster, hasn't it? Um, I reckon I had one of my best WBBL seasons yet to to yeah, so far, especially that um final game, um, where I took the five for eight against the Brisbane Amazing. Heat. That was you know, incredible. I honestly couldn't have thought to do that even being on the mic as well. That was the first time I was on the mic or um and yeah, I was I was very scared to be on the mic considering <laughs> what I say on the field and stuff <laughs> but I had to be very considerate of what I was saying but um yeah like selection wise I was you know devastated to miss out on the ashes but then to get picked in the Aussie A stuff and I knew if I could perform there maybe I'll have a shot with the World Cup squad um to be honest I wasn't expecting it and when I you know got the chat with Sean Flegler about you know getting selected I was like are you sure? Like, you haven't got the wrong person here. Like, are you? <laughs> yeah, I was, to- I was totally blown away by that. And, you know, I rang my parents straight away and my partner and that was super excited for me. So, yeah, it's been it's been a roller coaster, honestly. Just the last couple from me, Well, tell us about the influence of your parents and your partner. From what I've seen in your YouTube videos, they seem like lovely people and your partner probably delivered one of the greatest marriage proposals of all time going back <laughs> in the WBBL. Tell us about the influence yeah. of, of those figures in your life. Oh, my parents are everything to me. And, you know, with my mum and my dad putting in so much time and effort and money for my, you know, career growing up, you know, all those times when mum would drive me to Adelaide Oval, stay there until I finished training, drive me all the way back to Elizabeth. Um, and dad, you know, he'll take me out to the nets every so often, have a one-on-one session, you know, he'll chase balls while I'm hitting them out on the oval. Um, and then, yeah, my partner Taylor, he's played, he's played a pretty big role in my career so far. You know, he 
we had a chat um, about my mental health because he could see it was bothering me and, uh, you know, I'm not the one to, to you know, speak up or anything like that. And, you know, I, I was, as, a, as a kid, I knew nothing different. It was, you know, it was just what I knew, play cricket, come home, play cricket, go to training and all that. And he could see it was bothering me. And I knew I had to speak up with him and, you know, we had a chat and, you know, that's when I took the took the time away from the game and, you know, it's really helped me. And I think, you know, the last few months has really shown um, that, yeah, that, that break was, you know, well needed for me. So, yeah, he's played a massive role in my, my behalf. I oh, love your honesty there. Amanda J. Wellington joining us on the line. Just a last one before I let you go. I mean, it's been a sad week once again in Australian cricket with the passing of Andrew Simons and after what we saw with the passing of Rob Marsh and Shane Warne, it's like a sledgehammer to cricketing fans of, of that particular generation. I mean, tell us about what Morty meant to you as a leg spinner. Uh, Shane Warne must have been a pivotal figure in your life and I really enjoyed watching your video. It was full of raw emotion uh, when you learned of his passing. Just take us through how influential he was. Oh, I know. Well, first up, 2022, what a year it is with the amount of people that have passed away. I know. Especially with Kobe Bryant as well. Like, there's so many people passing away. And, you know, with Shane Warne, um, yeah, like, I was honestly not expecting it. I remember waking up, you know, in, in when I was away and I had a, had a message on my phone from my partner saying, you know, don't be alarmed, just ring me as soon as possible something's happened and I, I was freaking out like I thought something had happened to my family and then I rang him I saw the news and I was like oh Jesus Christ and I just absolutely <laughs> broke down and mm. I you know he as a spinner you always look up to him you know he's a he's a king of spin and you know I've, I've been fortunate enough to to meet him a few times and you know when I when I was playing in the hundred he was there at Lords when I was playing so he got to witness me bowling he got to <laughs> witness me playing and I know I'll always hold that to my heart. And, you know, he, he's, yeah, he's played a massive role in my, my career so far and he always will. And, you know, his legacy will always be there. I don't think there's ever going to be a greater spinner than him. Um, he's the king, the entertainer. You know, he always spoke his mind. And, you know, that's one thing I love to do as well. I always like to be honest. I speak my mind and, you know, it's who I am. Um, so I can relate to him a lot. So, yeah, the passing of him was, you know, absolutely devastating. And, you know, I made a YouTube video, as you said, like about all my raw emotions because I just wanted, I, I felt like I needed to. Like mm. it wasn't for anyone else's, um, you know, they didn't tell me to do it. I felt like a bit, I felt the need to do it because it just means so much to me. And, yeah, I think the video speaks for itself. Well said, Amanda Jade. Thanks so much for joining us and keep the YouTube videos coming. Love watching them. All the best for... <laughs> everything coming up. Thank you so much and cheers for having me once again. Really loved it. <laughs> when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.